0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're fixing to have us a good day. Bring him in oh Welcome on in to the Locked On Auburn Podcast. Your Auburn Tigers news every single day. Zach Blackaby, Michael Pappas here with you. Huge weekend for Auburn sports, specifically basketball. We will jump into that. As well as what else is coming. Auburn football has a new addition. And of course, um, our bracket update. We're down to our final four. So all that coming up. First, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. I did not use Fetch Me this week. It's the first weekend in a while that I haven't used them. But I'm sure we will at some point this week. They make it so easy. Just download the free Fetch Me app or do it through their website, FetchMeDelivery.com. And they make it easy. Use promo code FetchMe20 for your first delivery free. They're supporting local businesses. They're also supporting the folks uh, working at EAMC. They've, uh, you know, they're they're giving that. Uh, it's like 25 meals a day. They've pledged, and that's um, that's a big deal. That is uh, community changing stuff. And um, they they care because they're actually here. You're not finding any of these big chains doing that kind of thing in Auburn and Opelika and throughout Lee County. So once again, promo code FetchMe20 for your first delivery free. Michael Pappas Zach have you noticed
1: that uh, the last couple weekends fetch me has um, had a restaurant
0: that they're doing like no delivery fees for Yes they did which which and we took advantage of that one time I think it was like a uh, little last week yeah it was voodoo wings last Friday okay yeah so uh, I've been jumping on those yeah free and, you, deliveries. And, and once you uh, once you make an account they like they'll email you all mm-hmm. of that stuff so that's pretty cool. Um, Alright, cool. So, big uh, big event happening yesterday. JT Thor is coming to Auburn. Um, I want to play audio of him talking. He talked to Evan Daniels on a Twitter video. So, this is the first like minute or so of that. Evan Daniels, the lead recruiting guy for 247. I'm
1: bringing in JT Thor for his college announcement. JT, you've narrowed your list of schools down to Auburn and Oklahoma State. How was this recruiting process for you? It was a really good process. I feel like I made the best decision that I could possibly make, and I'm really excited. Well, the stage is yours, JT.
2: Where do you plan to play college basketball in the next season?
1: This fall, I'll be taking my challenge to Auburn University. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. Go Eagles, awesome. baby. Congratulations. Why Auburn? What stood out about that program to you? <laughs> Woo! Really, uh, Bruce Pearl and the class that's coming in. I feel like uh, it drove jo- jo- uh, well with me. I feel like we can uh, have a really good season next year. So I'm looking you, real forward to that. You mentioned Bruce Pearl. What what about him as a coach uh, made you say to yourself, hey, I want to go play for that guy? Well, he's a players coach, first of all. And he's a winner. And uh, he had players before me that played like me. So I feel like I can fit in real to his system and uh, we can make it work.
0: There's like another minute of that video. You can go to Evan Daniels' Twitter feed to, to see all of it. I think it's worth watching. Um, but... Yeah, I had just watched the video. Then you texted me, or DM'd me, or something. You messaged me in some capacity, and we're like, "He said go Eagles," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's what stood out to me too." And like nobody really tweeted or <laughs> talked about it. I saw one post in the message board about it, but like that was it. I'm like, "That's interesting," um, and I sent it to a group, uh, a group text, a College and Mag. Uh, since we're putting the podcast up there, CollegeandMagnolia.com. And they were all talking about it. I'm like, so can we say "Go Eagles" every time he does something good? They didn't say anything back. They didn't answer me. I'm like, man, I think this is cool. I think this could be a thing because you know, with uh, with Quan Bray when he committed, he was like "War Eagle, baby," "War Eagle, baby." So every time Quan Bray did something, people were like, "War, War Eagle, Eagle baby. baby." I hope every time you know, I hope every time JT Thor does like a. A massive dunk or a big play. Uh, I hope people are just like, go, go Eagles. Eagles. Go, go Eagles, JT go Thor. Eagles.
1: <laughs> um, I always, this is like when guys say the University of Auburn when they come in or, or stuff like that. Yeah. It's just kind of, you know, it takes. Five seconds to figure out the mascot of the team that you're going to the school that you're about to attend.
0: Maybe he was nervous and he wanted to say War Eagle or Go Tigers, and it's kind of like you know when somebody says, "Hey, how are you?" and you're like, "Um, nothing. What are you doing?" It's yeah. like you know, kind of. So may, maybe it was that kind of like, thing. Good, how are you? And then the other person's like, "Good, how are you?" And you're like, just ask. Right. So maybe it was something like that, and he got mixed between saying like, "Go Tigers" or. War Eagle, and he was nervous and mixed them up. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I'm willing to give him the benefit of a doubt. It's just kind of, just kind of funny. Listed at six eight one ninety on the two four seven page, but then Jason Caldwell wrote on Auburn Undercover that he's six ten. I trust Jason Caldwell. He's very good at what he does. He's very credible. So let's call him six ten until the official measurement comes out. You go with that? Yeah, I'm much more worried about the one ninety. Um, yeah, that's fair. That's a skinny boy. That's fair, but I mean, a lot of these guys are. And then, you know, in the first six months on the in, in in that system, they're gonna they're gonna put some weight on them. I mean, look at what Austin Wiley's body did over the course of his career. Four years, though. I mean, I don't I, I don't the guy needs a cheeseburger. That's all I'm saying. They'll get him ready. They'll get him ready. Um, number fifty one player in the class. Number eight power forward via two four seven. This guy was a top ten guy in the twenty twenty one class reclassified. I've seen that all over Twitter. I actually haven't found that in any article. I be, I mean, enough people are saying it where I mm-hmm. believe it, but just take that for what it's worth. Um, so Auburn now has a top 10 class with JT Thor, Sharif Cooper, Chris Moore, and Justin Powell. And obviously a finalist for Jalen Green. He announces April 17th this Friday at 11 o'clock. Uh,
1: I thought it was really funny that... You know, we just talked about J.T. Thor on the podcast the other day, and we had no idea when he was committing. And you said you couldn't find it anywhere. And then I wake up yesterday morning, and I'm scrolling Twitter, and
0: it's like, J.T. Thor commits to Auburn. Well, we mentioned it on the Friday show briefly that I couldn't find it. Then he, then he said he was announcing Monday uh, is what we said, Friday. And then he moved it to Easter um, is my understanding of it. <laughs> But yeah, Auburn's a finalist for Jalen Green. I think the Auburn contingent is feeling more and more optimistic about that. We'll touch more on him in a second. But just to kind of wrap up our conversation about JT Thor, he's left-handed, a big man who can dribble, and I think he's going to fit in well in this Bruce Pearl style of basketball where they just run and attack the basket or run and shoot it deep. Um, and I think he's got that athletic ability to, to move well and – and create space whether it's uh, with him with the ball or without it so I think he fits in well from a scheme standpoint and I look forward to seeing him I think he's got a real good chance to start I think you're going to see a big combo and JT Thor down low next year Wow I didn't
1: I didn't know he was that good I didn't know we were expecting him to challenge I mean um, this is huge
0: I mean we don't know what stretch acting bola is that's true I mean we think we think he's going to take a big step but we, we just don't know we just don't know yeah we have no idea um it's getting
1: Thor is huge for the uh, the front court depth for Auburn's basketball team. Yeah. Um. And you know, like you said, we don't know what stretch acting bola is. There's definitely minutes to be had on this team. Um. Thor, from what I've seen of his highlight tapes and whatever, he seems like a very athletic guy. Like mm-hmm. you said, can get up and down the court. Um. Seems really lank- lanky long. Yeah, um, and, and usually that means he'll be a, a pretty decent defender. And Bruce Pearl's had a lot of success
0: at uh, you know, getting his guys to buy in and play defense. His wingspan makes him look like a pterodactyl. Mm. If you're into dinosaurs and the prehistoric things, that's, um, that's something you get excited about. As far as um, looking ahead, what's up coming for Auburn, I think this, this strengthens my stance on Auburn getting Jalen Green. I think, um, I think Auburn, I think they're really excited for Jalen Green. I think Auburn believes that they're getting Jalen Green. And so that'll be uh, April 17th at 11 o'clock. Um, I'm still kind of eh on Greg Brown. Brown's coming on April 24th at 2 o'clock down to Auburn, Kentucky, Memphis, Michigan, and Texas. Apparently, I saw a lot of people talking about Greg Brown on an Instagram live video. He was dissing Texas. Um, I saw that at a few different places. He said something along the lines of like, oh, you're giving me the hook'em right now. The most recent uh, review that we have on our uh, Locked on Auburn page on iTunes is like, I wish they talked more Texas. Yes. <laughs> okay, sorry, I don't know if we're going to do that or not. But The, um, the eyes of Texas are <laughs> Yeah, we're not doing that. Let's not do that. Um, but yeah, he said to Texas, like, all Texans fans care about is football. And they're not even that good at that, I believe is what he said. I believe is what he said. So that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Um, all right, cool. Do you have a thought on Jalen Green or Greg Brown currently? Before we move uh, on,
1: I think getting Jalen Green helps get Greg Brown, but until— Do you think Greg Brown knows right now where he's going? No. I don't think you. if you have that many schools still, I mean, you listed five or six schools. I mean, if you still have that many, I find it hard to believe you've really narrowed it down. And he's
0: got, what, 11 days at the time of us recording this? So he's got time to figure it out. So um, let's chat about the newest member of the Auburn football team next, right here on Locked On Auburn.
2: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles
0: All right, so Thursday, we are throwing it back to the rain game. We mentioned that mm. last Friday. We're doing another throwback Thursday. You guys really like the 2019 Iron Ball throwback. So this time we're doing it for the rain game. And we put out a, a request. Uh, I think one or two of you guys did this over the weekend. We need more. It'd really help us out. Um, to call us and give us your rain game story. There's a lot of good ones out there. You can call us at 205-502-4285. Want to kind of incorporate that. Into the show, um, it'd be a lot. We'll talk about the actual game itself as well. But um, I know I remember how I handled that game, and it was—I um, went with my dad. It was a lot of fun. We'll jump more into that on Thursday. But um, we talked about this a tad bit on Friday, Michael. But Brandon uh, Council, the grad transfer from Akron, six four three twenty five. Mm-hmm. How do you see him fitting into all of this? I mean, he played. Mainly at left guard, but he played at every position on the offensive line with the exception of right guard. But he started at left tackle, left guard center, and right tackle. So where do you see him fitting in as far as his relevance? He's enrolling in the summer. Will he be able to do anything once summer stuff starts? Like That's a big question mark. At a position
1: that is as big of a question mark for Auburn as offensive line is right now, um, you know, the more bodies, the better. It's a guy with experience, like you, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to come in and compete. Uh, it's going to be tough for him to win a job. Just being honest, I mean, it'll be easier on him than it would have been if uh, if Auburn played in the spring or if anyone played in the spring. But right. I, I'm still looking at Killian Zaire and um, Coffee Brendan Brendan Coffee mm-hmm. um, uh, Bradarius Ham. Is it Austin Troxel who we think is going to be the other guard? Um, or tackle. Troxel could be a tackle and, as well. And then Nick Brahms at center. So it's just, it's tough for me to think he shows up and plays, um, but you never know. I mean, offensive line is truly wide open at every position, so except center. So m- more power to him. I ho- uh, for his sake, I hope he can come in and win a job.
0: Yeah, I-, I think if he does, it's a good thing for Auburn just because if he does it, he's going to do it in a short amount of time. I wonder if there's going to be any exceptions with there being no spring. Will they able to be? Will they be able to do more things in the summer as far as practice time or anything like that? My guess is they will. I think they will modify, or maybe they make fall camp longer. You have the ability to mm-hmm. go an extra week or something in fall camp. I just think, I just think, you know, there. I mean, there's all this optimism that there will be a college football season, and I think if uh, if you're that confident in that, you need to make sure the product that you're going to put on the field. Is good. And with no spring, especially with so many quarterbacks moving every year throughout all of college football, we've talked about that in the SEC, but it's everywhere. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's kind of a become a free agency type thing as far as quarterbacks go and new offensive coordinators and all of that. I mean, you need these guys to be ready, you need them to be in shape, both mentally and physically. And I mean, Albert's got to find their running backs. I mean, you don't want guys getting hit. For the first time in a game, and I know you can modify that with scrimmages and stuff, but it's just different. It's just different when you go into a real game. So, you, know, you need as much practice as you can as far as you know, get your body ready to take some of those hits. So, I think um, I, I think they're going to add have extra time added in the fall. I think it just kind of makes
1: sense. And one of the bigger, I shouldn't say bigger, but you know, a reason that they kind of limit you in the summer is weather, because uh, a lot of places. You know, it gets up to a hundred degrees. Sure. They don't want these guys in pads on turf in, you know, when it's a hundred degrees outside. But with so many, uh, so many programs around the country uh, having indoor practice facilities now, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they, you know, were allowed to do a lot more during the summer than they have been in the past because they didn't have spring, like you said, and and because so many, so many programs have those indoor facilities, which you know presumably would make it safer than if you're. Practicing
0: outside yeah. on turf in the heat. Right. If for some reason it's shorter, I think the only thing that hurts with Auburn is is the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I think everything else is like, I think the coaching staff probably has a pretty good idea of what they're going to do up front on the defensive side of the ball. Linebackers is fine. I think the biggest question with linebackers is like, does Owen Papo pass the Kobe McClain? Yeah, it's like how much, it's really how much playing time each of the, I guess four guys are going to get because mm-hmm. you've got four guys. Four guys, and then you've got a lot of really talented young guys and mm-hmm. do you trying to find a way to force them in there. With with there being no spring, probably not until maybe later in the season, but between KJ and Chainsaw and Owen Papo and then Chandler Wooten. People forget about Chandler Wooten. I mean, there's just a, you can't play all those guys. And so what does that look like? At corner, I think um, – I don't know what you do opposite of Roger McCreary. I thought Nehemiah Pritchett had the advantage there, but now with you know the Juco situation and I mean Pritchett didn't get any extra reps and so it's like I still think it's going to be Pritchett, but it may not be, and then your safeties look pretty clear. Even so, like, for cornerbacks and
1: safeties, you know, Fall Camp will give you a pretty good um, a, a pretty good nod of, of who's better, you mm-hmm. know You know what I'm saying? It's not as important as a position like offensive line where a guy could come out and have, you know, a, a good practice on Monday and Tuesday and then a bad practice on Wednesday and Thursday and you're kind of like, well, is
0: what? Like, why yeah. don't, yeah. do you go with more consistent or do you go with whatever, like. And Marco Damio, the Juco guy that I referenced, I mean, he's he's probably going to be a guy that, I would guess. I mean, he seems very talented. Number two, JUCO corner in the in the country this past recruiting cycle. So it's like, are his are his highs going to be really high and could his lows be really low? And then mm-hmm. you know, Nehemiah Pritchett. I mean, he's been in the program, so maybe he's more steady, more consistent as far as knowing what to do. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Auburn runs a lot of man, so that's definitely easier than some corners have to deal with as far as zone and who to cover and what situations. So. If you're just bumping, running with a guy, it's more of an athletic thing, and just kind of, do you know what your receiver's going to do, and can you physically do it? Um, and then as far as wide receiver goes, I think you know what you got there. Offensive line, obviously. And then you, you, got, a, you got a running back battle at you know, as, as far as the, the most proven guys, DJ Williams, but it could also just be Tank's job. But with no spring, does that hurt the younger guys? Like, it probably does.
1: Yeah... But, it, I don't know, running back, it's just one of those positions where it's like, y- you know that one of these guys is very good, mm-hmm. and you can figure that out during games. That's true. And most likely, they're going to
0: have to figure it out during games anyway. All right, let's, uh, we will wrap up our conversation uh, on today's podcast, talking about the Auburn GOAT bracket, the Final Four coming up. And uh, goodness gracious, um, I'm going to blame Justin. I'm going to blame Justin for his voting messing this up. So that's coming up next right here on Locked On Auburn.
2: This Locked On podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent that is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. All
0: right, to vote, uh, you can check out the link in the article or in the episode description. Um, it's all messed up. Our, uh, our bracket is gone. It has been busted. And I think it's lost a lot of credibility, but here we are. No, it's perfect. <laughs> okay, I you're mean, right. We left it up to the public to vote. You're right. You're right. All right. One seed Cam Newton took on three seed Derek Brown. What are your thoughts on this one? Um, gotta think. <laughs> I would think that Cam won, but based on the lead, and I'm guessing he didn't. Yeah, three seed Derek Brown is uh apparently the best football athlete of all time, according to Auburn. Um. Okay. This round had the most votes of any of the rounds, though. That is true. We had one seed Bo Jackson taking on three seed Frank Thomas in the standouts bracket. Again, based on context, I'm going to guess it was Frank Thomas. Bo won. Okay, Bo won that one, so that's good. Um, In the basketball bracket, we had four seed Chumo Kiki, who upset Charles Barkley last round, taking on three seed Bryce Brown. I hope it was Bryce Brown. It was Chuma. (laughs) See, we were right. It's Chuma voting. (laughs) So, this, yeah, this confirms that Chuma is still listening to the show. Thank you, Justin. You can call in and say it's you, (laughs) and you could be a part of it. But to tell me that Chuma doesn't listen to the show is crazy. To tell me it's not Chuma
1: who voted 57 times last week
0: and 257 (laughs) this week. Um,. And then uh, we had 1-seed Bruce Pearl taking on 15-seed Kevin Steele. Freaking Kevin Steele moves on to the Final Four. Wow. I mean, the war path that Kevin Steele has been on throughout this whole tournament, defeating Greg Williams, defeating Butch Thompson, defeating Pat Dye, and now defeating Bruce Pearl. And who's he got next? Chumo Kiki. So our Final Four matchups, 3-seed Derek Brown versus 1-seed Bo Jackson, 4-seed Chumo Kiki versus 15-seed Kevin Steele. This is just absurd. It's ridiculous. Ridiculousness is what it is. Chuma,
1: you're ruining our bracket, man. We appreciate all the votes, but,
0: like, come on. Is Chuma going to vote for himself over Kevin Steele? Maybe. Probably. I don't know why Chuma didn't vote for Bruce Pearlmore. <laughs> That's a great question. Why was he voting for Kevin Steele? Chuma, can you call into the Locked On Auburn voicemail machine and tell us why? That would be awesome. 205
1: Where can people find you and hear you? Uh, 205-502-4285. Okay. Or follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Where can people
0: follow you? You can call me at 205-502-4285. Leave us your comments about the rain game. We'd really appreciate it. Um, You can also hear me on tomorrow's Locked on Auburn, where you and I go through our top five Auburn teams of all time. Wednesday, we will chat with Courtney Taylor former Auburn wide receiver. Thursday, we're going to do our throwback Thursday. And then Friday, we're going to do another list because that's the kind of people we are. You can also text me at 205-502-4285. You can follow me on Twitter at ZBlackaby. Follow the show on Twitter at Auburn, and follow us on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. See you tomorrow. This has been another edition of Locked On Auburn. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.